G'day legends and welcome to this episode of the Hey Big Mac podcast. We thank you for watching, listening, subscribing and viewing wherever you are getting these episodes. We hope everyone is having a crack a day while you're about to start listening to this episode. A couple of mentions from our sponsors, got to keep the lights running. Alrighty guys, we have a word from LJ Fab. Really thank him for being a massive sponsor of the podcast. If you are looking for a custom tray, canopy, dog box, under tray toolboxes, guards, anything like that for your 4x4, he does a lot. Uh, he's based in Chinchilla. He ships Australia-wide. Guys, he's been a massive supporter of the podcast, and we're a massive supporter of him. Go check him out over at LJ Fab. He is an absolute legend over there, family-run business. We can't thank him enough. All right, next up, legends, is Kaluan Mufflers. Guys, these are a new sponsor to the channel. Can't thank him enough for jumping on board and helping us out this year. They've just finished off the absolutely awesome job of my ute making the stacks work with the LJ Fab tray. Guys, if you're in the 4x4 market from a weekender to an extreme off-road enthusiast, these guys are the people to see for your exhaust systems. They specialize in custom 304 stainless steel and 409 bolt-on systems. They also do merchandise, pop into the store. Guys, you can find them on the socials everywhere, uh, the website, phone number, um, Search up Clue and Mufflers on Instagram, online, wherever you're going to find them. It is my 4x4. Now, this is like a resume for your own four-wheel drive rig, car, whatever it may be. You can keep a complete list of everything that's on your car, answer every question someone has about your car in one place. You add your parts, photos, record events, trips, time in the shed, everything. You create your own short URL to link to your build in your social bio. You can research what parts and mods other people with the same car are using and ask them any questions you have. Guys, I think this is a fabulous way to extend what people are doing in the industry and avoid those little nasty questions that everyone's always asking, what lift and tires are you running? This is an awesome thing I'm happy to be supporting this year on the podcast. So go check them out on my 4x4. You'll see the links in our social bios. We also have a word from Froth and Race Parts. Guys, Froth and Race Parts, it's myself and Andre. If you want to check out some off-road race parts for your rig, go check it out on the socials, Froth and Race Parts. And last but not least, guys, if you're not following on Spotify, subscribing on YouTube, please check it out. Um, Spotify, you just search up the Hey Big Mac podcast. Uh, anywhere else you're listening, it'll be the exact same name. On YouTube, guys, we have the Hey Big Mac podcast and Froth Bros Media. Please go over, give them a subscribe, you know, enjoy the content. The opportunity here, if you want to advertise your business or brand, reach out to the email, heybigmacpodcast at yahoo.com. Uh, that's where you can inquire about any of the sponsorship advertising on these episodes. Thank you, guys. We appreciate your support. Let's hear today's episode. Shake and bake. Today's guest is a leader in the Australian YouTube space and four-wheel drive community, being a standout role model for young females brought up in today's society. Really enjoyed this episode. It was awesome to be able to sit down and talk about everything she's dealt with and overcome in her career. You've all heard her name before. Please welcome Bridget Crusado from the Red Dirt Diary. This is so good. It's cool, eh? I don't know what you have to complain about. It's way easier than my job. I have to, like, drive cars and shit. Yeah. I'm actually, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm actually a little bit nervous because this is so out of my comfort zone, like having to sit somewhere and just talk to you and do nothing else. I get to drive a car and whatever and not having that. Yeah. I'm like, I feel like I'm in the hot seat. Oh, you are now. Yeah, I am so, now. But how many times have we talked on the phone? Are you just yeah, yeah, chat, yeah. chat, chat? Yeah. Right? But that's why I think people don't, like, no one would have the context that you and I are actually quite great friends. Like, yeah, now we are. Um, and I almost could put that as a compliment to you and never compliment you. I always just talk shit with you. But <laughs> if I could give you a compliment, I've listened to this entire podcast. I've listened yeah. to it before I even knew you, right? And then I had the opportunity to become your friend and then and then come on the show. But you do a fantastic job at hosting it. You do a really good job with having guests on. So if my nerves are settled, it's probably because I know exactly how you're going to be and we are really close mates. Yeah, we're just, well, we've only known each other for what, not even a year. Yeah, I know. Like, but isn't that funny? We've become quite close. Yeah. I, I um, don't usually open up to people as quickly as what I have with you. Um, he's just a good bloke. I'll Easy to talk to. to. <laughs> Easy to talk to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yes. I can't reach my it's, coffee. No, reach up, grab your coffee. Yeah. <laughs> um, or you can sit on this bench behind. Yeah, me. I'll do that. Um, I don't know. It's because the first time I met you was up at Sam's party. Yeah. Uh, and that was just like everyone there, swarm of people, mm. influencer, hectic scene, and mm. I was like. I felt like the biggest nobody at that party. Yeah. I was just like, oh, well, I'll get to know people. And you sort of like 
I remember it because you pick out and you're like, who are you? Nice to meet you. I'm Bridget. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Nothing. We didn't like just naturally didn't see each other, talk to each other. And then like casually hanging out more and more and more. And you're like, you tease me for like, I reckon three or four weeks. Like, right. When's me invite for the potty coming? Yeah. And it just kept happening. Yeah. I was like, I'm starting to feel bad now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on you because you feel guilty. That's why I'm here. But, um, no, I remember. I I'm, I don't know if I'm getting confused, but wasn't the first, maybe the first or second time that we met when you were still plastering? Is that what you call it? Yeah. And then yeah. you were doing, and then you were preparing Sam's place. This was like maybe yeah, a few yeah. days before the party. Yep. And then we partied. Yeah, and spent like, the whole week in Sam's church. Yeah. And then like all good things happen when you're drunk. Yeah. So that everyone just becomes best friends. Yeah. Um, and then. But like crazily enough, that same day, I met so many people that I've watched, looked up to, everything like that, at that night. Mm. Like, never met Sam Young before. Yeah. Never met, like, met Kaido a little bit, but not properly. Um, yourself and Bree, mm. never met either of you before. Um, oh, going yeah. for names for days. Everyone, everyone shoved into one place. But yeah. it, it, like, it's sort of just naturally evolved on its own and it wasn't forced because you would come around a bit and then you would help out. Yeah. Like you're an incredibly helpful person and then obviously you were plastering at the time and stuff like mm. that. So then there was some work being done and then we kept bumping into each other. And then do you remember, um, well, you would remember but no one else knows, but there was one time where uh, quite recently I'd organized mm. to film an episode where the girls were going to be the drivers of iconic cars. Yeah, and, and it was, shit hit the fan. Yeah, and this is what people don't realize: yeah. the amount of logistics that happen behind the scenes. And then yeah. the night before, um, you were at my house, mm. and someone got a message that Glass House had been closed. Yeah, um, for whatever reason, and we found out the night before. It was when we say the night before; it was like seven or eight. Correct. <laughs> and we were meant to wake up the next day to go to Glasshouse to film for a whole like day and a half and then and then capture what was going to be attempted to be two episodes. Anyway, because Glasshouse was closed, logistically we got to figure out where's the weather good, where are the tracks tough enough, where can yeah. we go? And then I'm speaking to guests and you know, cars weren't packed with enough fuel and all of the all the logistics started going wrong, but we ended up landing on we should go to Springs. Yeah. However, which was instead of being half an hour down the road, that's four hours. Correct. And this is where you come in, right? Yeah. So, because Glasshouse was going to take us 30 minutes to get there, we'd be on the camera by 8 a.m. Yeah. And it becomes really easy to capture enough content when you're filming that early in the morning. But uh, because we had to drive all the way to Springs, which is like four and a half hours away, I was like, I need another cameraman because mm. we're halving the amount of daylight hours we have to film. Yeah. I don't have enough camera people on site. And I just looked at you and I just, and I know that you me, were just, The man Keegan were there and were like, yeah. he was struggling, like, getting handed by his girlfriend, like, yeah. you're going to be home. And he's yeah. like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And, and I then like, I had heard that you were pretty good um, because you had just come back from Cape York. Like that day. Correct. Yeah. So, 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 and this is after, I think it worked out to be 29 hours straight of driving. Yeah. That me and the boys put in from Cairns. Yeah. To Brisbane, back yeah. to the coast. Yeah, <laughs> and and so obviously I'd, I'd heard that you were quite good and I was in a bit of a spot and I was like, do you mind coming with us and the team mm. and everyone and coming and filming? And you just were like, sure. And you could tell yeah. that I needed the hands and you yeah. were like, yeah, no worries, I'll come along. And then we went and we had the best time. Oh, it was and, awesome. And, I, and that goes really, really, really far in my books because I don't like to ask for help. Mm. Um, so if it's getting to the point where I'm asking for help, it is because I recognize that I really need it. And then when someone comes and really tries and really gets involved and everybody's getting along and, and you, and that was a tough day, like the amount yeah. of walking and everything that we had, you would have had to do, you know, I'm a driver. I don't get to experience it like you do. Mm. Um, I just really appreciate it. Then flash forward. Now we're camping. Cameras are yeah. off. People are drinking. We're relaxed and we're just camping. Like, you know, mates do go camping and that's what happens yeah. when we clock off filming YouTube and you and I, coincidentally was sitting seated next to each other and I feel like that day was sort of the big turning point where I you'd sort of made your thumbprint like in my like in my heart oh how cute is that um (laughs) where you couldn't be forgotten I just I had so much respect for you I really really liked you and we had a massive DNM by the fire that night and I was like dude we got so much to talk about now you have to get me on the pot (laughs) if we could recap the amount of times we've sat down and talked for hours on end yeah it is stupid and it's had 
happen in such a short little time. Mm. Like, I know. I, crazy, I remember yeah. we were like, we need to stop talking to each other because then we're yeah. going to have nothing to talk about when we come on the show. And yeah. I was like, don't talk to me for like six weeks before I come here. <laughs> You're like calling me. I'm like, decline because I yeah. need to have no words with you. But no, we've definitely um, – I – I reckon I'll be friends with you for the rest of my life. I just think you're a top bloke. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> and they had so many people think incredibly highly of you. And the show is fantastic. Mm. It's so cool to be sitting here um, having had listened to all of it and it's it's come so far. Like I feel like I've got to say this for the whole audience. People would be sitting here listening, going, nodding their heads, being like, yeah, tell him, Bridget. Yeah. Um, you've done such a good job with this. Thank you. <laughs> and I think if this was on sports bet, yeah. on where I think, betting on how far I think this is going to go, I'd put money on it. I think this is going to yeah, do right. really, really well. What already has done well, but I yeah. think that it's going to, I think it's going to blow your socks off. The recipe is just really good. I've complimented it so many times to yeah. you off camera. Um, that's enough compliments for <laughs> now. Yeah, his head's getting <laughs> I mean, too big for the room. It's, um, <laughs> no, it's, it's crazy because I started with no intention besides the fact of there was a gap in the market that yeah. no one was consistently pursuing. Like people had tried it, never gone like there's a huge saying around a podcast industry that they never get past seven episodes. I was like, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to, whether it takes six months, two years, three years, I'm going to get to episode 50 and I'm nearly three quarters of the way there. That's unreal. So I'm like, I'm happy with myself in that. But then to see the random people that message me that go on, when I go to a meet or something, they're like, oh, we love the potty. I'm like, who are you? Like, And then yeah. I just want to meet them, understand them and yeah. know what, biggest thing is knowing the audience to know what you've got to talk about like mm. feedback that i've got from you you mm. go you've got to stick to this topic and just mm. run with it and i was like mm. I, I thought that was going shit but then mm. yeah I, audience breaker that but that's they what, love but that's what that's that's the part of the vault like i get that like when mm. i when i even just down to down to editing and figuring out what to talk about what content to do where to go how to navigate everything like that when i started being a youtuber in the beginning gosh i look at some of the things that i put out and it's just all a part of the learning process. Like yeah. you've got to be here before you can be there, you know. Mm. But considering how effective this has been and how good of a job it's done and how interesting it is to follow along with and it really, to me, it's it's in – we sort of started Chapter 2 now but yeah. it's in its early sort of like birthing days and it's so fantastic. So, um, yeah, I think that um, – this this is gonna this is gonna run huge. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, I want shares in it. Thank you. <laughs> well, all right, what's the next step? Where's yeah. we coming on? Yeah, yeah. I'll just employ you. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just yeah, talk yeah. Shit. yeah. And then you could just and then why don't why don't if you find a capacity that you could employ me and then I'll find a capacity that I can employ you and then we can be instilled in each other's work. Perfect. <laughs> and then we'll just run a mile. But I feel like this industry is so good for that. If you get the right people, everyone helps each other anyway. Like, it is. Yeah. Look at the trip the boys just did up to Cape York. Like, yeah. Never met KP in that before. Consider us mates now. Like, I feel like that trip was a really good trip for all us boys to come together and just go, we like this group. And, like, now because of that trip, like, I'm always out there talking to Mitch and Sam and yeah. Mick. And yeah. It's – if they ask for a hand, I'm like, yeah, for sure, I'm coming up and give you a hand. Like, yeah. I'm, but the industry's a bit like that. Like It is. Um, there everyone, are wrong people doing it. For sure. There's a lot. For sure. But – there's the ones that are doing the great side of it, helping everyone outweighs yeah. anything. Absolutely. But that's that's kind of in the Aussie nature, isn't it? Like yeah. you see someone sort of struggling on the side of the track or on the side of the road and, and, and you, you want to get down and dirty, you want to help and you want to yeah. see someone keep on going. And like I have, um, I, you know, I love a lot of different types of automotive sports. Um, but even just with my small experience um, in the last sort of 12 months, with just seeing a bit of drifting and a bit of race cars and stuff, just with a few things that I've been doing. It's like that in that industry as well. And if some, yeah. but even more so in some areas, but it's just a bit of an Australian thing just to give everybody a hand. Cause you want to see people keep going. You don't want to see people that mm. are broken down that, you know, are struggling. And, and I think that we should be like that. Yeah. Um, and it, you, we've all got something in common. Think about it like this. Like you've got a common ground and goal, yeah, like a same passion or probably going to be yeah. best mates. Like, yeah. Lean in, give each other a hand, be open, and then um, and then grow your friendship circle. Like, how yeah. cool are the stories? Like, I don't know if anyone's ever had this experience, but I have, where you go out with your mates, yeah. and you're going for a full drive, you're going for a big session, mm. and you plan on camping somewhere, and then along the track, you run into a group in front of you that's slow. Yeah, 
right? And shit. And you're like, here we go, right? We're going to yeah, be, and, oh, you, and you think you're so good. That um, explains Cape York yeah, so yeah, well. Yeah, right? So you run into a group in front of you, they're broken down or they've got an issue and you can't get around them. And then you end up just like cracking a can at lunchtime and you're like, screw it, may as well help them because if I help yeah. them, they'll get moving quicker and then we can get going quicker. Yeah. Um, then you end up talking to them. Then you end up all getting along and then yeah. you end up camping together that night and your group just doubles in size and then oh. you're all mates. Yeah. Like some of my camping and full driving and touring friends, I promise you, mm. is from situations like that. Yeah. And it's it's almost easy to, to develop a friendship by just getting out there. I get a lot of DMs from mm. people coming into the industry, young girls, guys being like, you know, I don't have any friends that do it. Like are there any yeah. like Instagram pages or Facebook groups, which there are, right? Yeah. But my my biggest encouragement is just go out there and go for a solo touring session or go for like a yeah. run down the beach and just go and chat to other four drivers, you yeah. know, and just be friendly and be kind and, and you will make you will make mates. Mm. Um I always cross my fingers that they don't run into that one or two. There's always there's always a couple of bad eggs. Yeah. Um and like like dickheads out there. But I I think that that's in any sport. Yeah. Like there's always you got to you can't appreciate the good if you don't have the bad. But I just think it's about being on track. Yeah. Getting out on the track and then your 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 friendship circle and your skills just grow. Yeah. I was talking about this the other day with someone else and it was like how do you pick the people like cuz you'd have the same experience as me. After a little while you you know nearly instantaneously what someone's aiming to get out of an interaction with you. Mm -hmm. Is it attention, clout, followers, respect, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. You can pick it so fast now. Do you notice that a little bit? It's a skill. Of, it's a, that's a really good question. Yeah. You're so good at this job, dude. <laughs> yeah. um, that's a skill that I have had to learn. The hard way? Oh, put me on the spot here. Yeah. Uh, it's a skill I've had to learn quite quickly. Yeah. Um, because my time in the industry wasn't a slow burn. Mm. I didn't have some viral video at 18. Yeah. And then everyone started to figure out who I was. Like I, to be completely honest, like, yes, I was doing YouTube and I was, you know, slaying the day at my own dreams. But from my perspective, and I'd maybe like your take would be better. Um, I feel like nobody ever had the chance to sort of really figure out who I was until the first time we did budget builds. Yeah, right. I think that the first budget builds was when everybody went, her name's Bridget. This is who she is. This is what yeah. she's about. This is her type of sense of humor. And that was the moment that I started to notice that the interactions were changing mm. and sometimes the interactions were a little bit disingenuous. Look, I'm not a negative person. 99% yeah. of the time that's not the case. Yeah. Um, but there has I have had to learn that. I wouldn't say the hard way. I've been lucky enough to pick up on it quickly. Yeah. Um, but I have noticed that it's happened and it's, it's thrown me off my seat a little bit because, yeah. like, I'm just, I'm just me. Like, yeah. I don't know You're what's so thing. special. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got my siblings coming and, like, keeping yeah. me grounded and telling me that I'm shit, you know? Like, yeah. I, I just don't see myself in the I, – I never will see myself in the way that other people get to um, because I I don't feel – I don't feel that way at all. Yeah. And um, it's, it's sort of in a way of, like, going back to that question is, like, if I approach you and, like, same with yourself and other people in the industry, yeah. I've gone – I almost approach it in my own way of how can I help this person? How can I be of an assistance and provide a value that – see you, mate. Bye, cameraman. <laughs> Love you. Say bye to mummy. Bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to understand that joke. No. They're going to be like, who the hell is that? <laughs> we're trying to find our own Jamie. Yeah, You yeah. know Joe Rogan's got Jamie? Yeah. yeah. That's who we're trying to yeah, find, but yeah. no one's going to know who he is. No one's going to know who he is. They're right. like, we're just getting him to call him mummy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. That's funny. It's but, um, right. Bit of pot stirring. Anyway, yeah, you were saying, sorry, saying, say what you were saying. So, now I've sort of lost track of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I forgot what um, you were saying. It's, it's really hard because you find people, you notice people, and yep. it's how can you help them without being like, I could like how many people would come to you and go like, oh, let's go film a video and do all this. And you're like, I know you're just trying to grab followers or attention and views. And I think a lot of people, I had a message the other day from a bloke and he was like, hey man, I'm looking to do a trip around Australia. How do I get followers and sponsors and all that sort of stuff? Mm. And I was like, honestly, man, I don't really know the best because it changes so often. How do you grow followers? How do you get attention? Yeah. 
my best answer is do something no one else is doing and keep consistent as hell content. Yeah. And that's going to come naturally if my biggest thing was I could never hold on to a brand or anything like that until I really put myself in front of the camera and they're not looking at a car page. They're looking at a person with a lifestyle Mm. and it's just bringing that Mm. different aspect to the industry that you've got to jump that step. Like, yeah, for sure. You, you've you got need to really to, put yourself out there and be vulnerable. Well, it's not going to happen unless you take the step, no. like at the end of the day. Um, but I do, and you would as well, I do get, and, and I understand I never did this, but I do get, you know, can you share my page or can we film something together yeah. or can you do this, can you do that? And I do get that. Um, what I really respect mm. and what I really lean into is when someone just comes and asks me I think you're gonna get on like honestly if I were to if I were to share the page it's there for 24 hours you know and then and then it times out and and it's completely out of context and I know you might think that it's like oh no but it's a four-wheel driving page as well but no one's gonna understand I don't have a relationship with this person there's Mm. no context between our two brands and then I'm just promoting it so it's like it's it doesn't actually have the effect as what you thought and I know that because I've tried it Mm. And and they were like, oh, no one really cared. And I was like, well, actually, yeah, I kind of realize now why, you know. Yeah. Um, but I really do believe that people, and I've heard it, you'll actually get more out of it. Don't ask me to use my platforms mm. and my business essentially yeah. to help you grow your business. Um, come and talk to me about how I did it. Yeah. And I and I will be honest and I will tell you, there would be people listening to this, I swear to you. Yeah. That would be like, she is telling the truth. I have opened my books yeah. and opened my phone and really shown some numbers and mm. been like, This is how I did it. This yeah. is the strategy that I used in twenty twenty two. Like, cause I I love that I'm on this podcast because <laughs> Being able to talk about things in such an open context like this is and long form where it's yeah, not, I don't get you this don't opportunity. Have a 60 second story. For sure, yeah. for sure. And I and I'm a bit jealous because uh, people get to connect with you on such a great level because you know mm. this is like a conversation back and forth almost. Yeah. Um, and I don't get to do this on my show. You know, mm. I'm I'm a driver, I'm an entertainer, and and stuff like this doesn't get unpacked. But I do, I do, um, I do mean what I was going to say, and I forgot what I was just about to say. I just realized how I was just really in the moment, really in my feels. And I was like, I really love being. This sums up us talking generally is we just go on tangents. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. But I think I was saying something about come and have a chat to me and I'll open my books to you. And I mean that and I'm telling you the truth. I'm extremely honest and I want to see people do well. And um, I have brought people into bits of information and strategies on how I'd done it. And they've just gone, my God, like, thank you for showing me that. Yeah. You know? And it's, it's not always something that, like, there is the hard truth sometimes when mm. you do tell people something mm. that can be valuable. But if they take one little piece of that and affect it into their life of however they're trying to grow their YouTube channel or their Instagram page or anything, mm. there's going to be a little piece you take somewhere from sure. everyone. For like, sure. I watch, as someone who used to just consume content to now creating content, yeah. I've used what I've consumed to now create. Mm. And it's whether it's watching how someone posts stories, how someone reacts on their reels, how someone keeps their timeline feed. Yeah. It's it's all things I've taken from people Absolutely. to engage it. And mm. I mean buddy dog's taking so the, the wolf's moving. Yeah. And no everybody it's, everybody that's not watching this in video form is just yeah. like, what is going on in there? Oh, there's so there's much. There's a bear moving around, some yeah. kid calling Bridget mummy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. but you're exactly right. You're exactly right. Like you you learn it, you learn it as you go. And I say, and I, I'm a big believer in, um, and like I can kind of prove it with facts. Like it's just yeah. a bit of a fact. But anyway, the internet is a bottomless pit of opportunity. Yeah. That people sometimes don't want to step in because they're like, oh, it's really saturated or there's already people doing it or I wasn't first. No, well, there's no you. Yeah. Like you're in someone a person is incredibly rare and they have their own point of perspective and their own opinion and their own uniqueness. There is no you on the internet. Yeah. Um, and you're not going to know if it, if it blows up unless you put yourself out there. And putting yourself mm. out there sucks, right? Yeah. But when 
when it's when it's a part of how you want to express yourself, it does just feel right. Yeah. And if you've got good morals and you've got good intentions, it's extremely rewarding and very exciting. Like, mm. I, I could do it for free. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just I really, really, really love what I do, and I did it for free for ages. Well, I mean, that's probably a good point to take on is you're never going to make money off it straight away. Oh, if you want to be rich, if if yeah. you want to, like, you talk to if. People get the opportunity to talk to the biggest names across the world on YouTube, whatever it might mm-hmm. be. They go, we did the 10 years. We did the 10,000 hours. We hustled. 100%. And 100%. Look at all the boys that are the top of Australian mm. um, forward driving now. Mm. They've been around forever, mm-hmm. like forever. Mm-hmm. And people always, first thing is, that's the one thing I say is the wrong way to get in the industry if you're just on it for money. Oh, yeah. If you want to be rich, do you not You will be... send yourself broke yeah, if you getting want to... there. I promise you, that's not the way to make money. Um, <laughs> and, like, I had a full-blown career before this, so, like, I'm comparing, you know, the, yeah. the apples to oranges and, like, I'm telling you, it, mm. it's not if, – if money is your, your game, this isn't how to do it. No. Um, but if you want to be memory rich, if you want to feel rewarded, you want to feel like you're helping people, you want to yeah. live a really exciting – fucking life like if i can just be honest for yeah. sure this is the job for you but yeah. your pockets won't be full no um and like let me put something let me tell you something and yeah. whenever i tell people this they go like wow that's so interesting right mm. um i'm gonna just change your perspective on something about youtube and I, and if somebody listens to this and then they decide to become a youtuber tomorrow i'll be so happy yeah the way that you get paid from youtube is well, do you know not re- well i'm not even not monetized yet. No. Well, we will be after this episode. <laughs> yeah. We will I, be. I think the podcast, so I've got two YouTube pages. Yeah. The Froth Bros one, which is yeah. like our racing, full driving, all that fuck around shit. Mm-hmm. It's at like nearly 600 subscribers. Mm-hmm. And then the podcast one's at a bit over 100. Mm-hmm. Like, well, so I think you've got to, I think, I think you need a, a thousand? thousand subscribers. Yeah. Maybe it's not even, well, I don't know. Oh, it's been a minute. I think it's – I got a thing the other day when I hit 500 subscribers on the other channel and, and a, it was like, oh, you can create a shop and advertise your business cool, and cool, blah, blah, cool. blah. It's like, oh, I, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. And then yeah. it was like from there, it was like your next goal is a certain amount of hours and certain amount of subscribers. subscribers. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's a certain amount of watch hours and a certain amount yeah. of subscribers. The watch hours part's easy because YouTube's typically long form, like yeah. longer form. If you're doing – if you're on YouTube doing shorts, you'll never get there. Um, but if you've got a 10 minute video and a thousand people watch it, you're on. Yeah. You're on. Yeah, for sure. Um, but my perspective on YouTube is the, so the way that you get paid from YouTube is once you become monetized, you get paid through a system called AdSense. It's mm. called Google AdSense. And see it like this to make it, to give you a simple analogy it's like having your Westpac bank account. Yeah. Google AdSense is like a bank account system designed where your money that you get paid goes into it. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you log on to your Google AdSense, kind of like you're logging into your little Westpac and your money's in there. Okay. Mm. And once a month, your money gets removed from there and sent out of the US and into your bank account. The yeah. money comes from America. Where they, where YouTube, where Google gets the money from is mm. all of the McDonald's, Red Bull, Coca-Cola, tampons. Yeah. So when everyone's watching a YouTube video, those ads those is what ads, makes those, those people Those ads, money. for sure. I don't get to choose whether my ad is about tampons or Coke. Like I don't get to yeah. choose that. So um, those ads come up and so we'll say McDonald's pays a million bucks yeah. to Google to run their ads into YouTube videos at complete random over a month, okay? Yeah. And then I get paid like not just cents, like pennies, yeah. like rubbish money on the dollar from what – McDonald's paid to YouTube yeah. and then YouTube cut, they probably keep 90% it. to themselves yeah. and they cut the rest of it up into cent form. It's yeah. not a dollar per video. It's cents. It's minuscule. It's like under 10 cents. It's ridiculous. Yeah, right. And then you get paid cents per view. Yeah. So I see it like this. Mm. The advertisement on YouTube will never stop. People will always keep generating ads on there. McDonald's will always keep investing the money. It is extremely expensive to advertise on YouTube and it will never end because YouTube is like the modern day Netflix. It's where you go to see the unscripted real life. modern day mainstream media. For sure. I don't have a TV anymore that watches mainstream TV. Yep, exactly right. Netflix and YouTube. Exactly right. (laughs) So 
the the money that's being injected at an astronomical pace into YouTube is a bottomless bucket of money. Think about it like this. Mr. Beast gets paid like 1.5 mil per video. Insane. Right? They've got money. That's and they're giving him probably a a cents. That's cents on the dollar. So if you you look at his videos and they're getting 40 million views on them, 20 million views, and you're like, that is mind boggling. Yeah, yeah. Like but that's that's the motivating and exciting thing about YouTube is that it's not required to get a promotion at work or you know KPIs or arriving to work on time and you know selling enough caravans or whatever it might be that you do for work and you need to just get that next paycheck to be bigger and bigger and bigger if you lean in and you commit to YouTube there is an endless amount of money that you could make yeah because the the sky is endless with money that they have yeah um so that's Pretty, a pretty exciting concept and you also don't need to feel bad when you go to your boss and you'll be like, I think I'm pretty good. Can I have a pay rise? Yeah. You know, YouTube will just keep raising your pay if you just keep making videos and pushing on yeah. and pushing on and I really love that yeah. and, I, and I don't feel guilty taking money from YouTube. No, well, it's, no yeah. way. No way. It's not like some boss that I've fallen in love with that's developed a new business that I want to see him do well and I want to mm. have a, a 7% pay increase because the rate of living has gone up 7.5% in the year and I feel like I'm eligible to more money because I know I am. Mm. No, YouTube mm. just keeps just laying out the money, laying out the money. Yeah. So I'll keep going because I'd, I'd like to get rich off it. I'm not there yet. It'd be great. <laughs> It'd be great if I could. Yeah. yeah. And it, like, But that's the ultimate thing. Every person's dream is to turn their passion into a job, like in a way. Yeah, yeah. Like do what you love doing for a living. And it's, yeah. it's very hard because a lot of people don't ever get that opportunity or even get the chance to try that opportunity. Hmm. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And I hope that lets people see YouTube in a bit of a different perspective. It's exciting. Hmm. And and it is saturated, but don't ever let that deter you. Um, there is no you. Well, exactly. There is no you on the internet. Yeah. And like, I hope no one's watching this in video form because I just pulled something out of my pocket. <laughs> don't tell someone. them. I don't want someone. <laughs> I know I'm a role model for a few people, so don't anyone that's watching this in video form, you're welcome. But no, anyone, it's just gonna be a red dirt logo. Yeah, yeah, a red dirt logo over my face. I can't sit here for this long with you and, yeah. and not pull out no. what I pulled out of my pocket. Everyone knows I'm a millennial. There's so many... Bridge has got a crackpot. Yeah, no, don't say that. Now I have to say what it is, because a crackpot's worse. Look, it's a Yeah. We're gonna we move on. Let's not yeah. digress. Yeah. But um, don't babe, kids. It's just I'm sitting. I've been sitting here for a long time, so I feel like I need it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's. I, I see two sides of industries with what you're saying about there's no you. Mm. With podcasters, there just seems to be a way of everyone you listen to. There is no competition. It's it's not essentially who's hosting it. It's who's on the show. It's who's the guest. Like because by episode five or ten, people have a pretty good idea of who I am. They're going to stick around to see whatever dumb shit I'm going to do next or who's the next guest I'm going to have on yeah, that's yeah. going to be the next talking factor of what someone wants to listen to. Yeah. Whereas the, way, the reason I started the podcast was I looked at it and gone, I want to do YouTube videos, but how do I do something that's different? Yeah. Because if I go online right now and search up the four biggest islands around it, so you've got Morton, Stratty, Bribey, Double Island, Fraser, mm. how to do that. Mm. You've got 15 videos straight away from every other YouTuber that's gone, this is how we did Fraser Island, this mm. is how we did Double Island, this is mm. the best spots to go to and mm. how do I make a video to compete at their level mm. that's only difference is going to be me? I can tell you the difference straight away. Right. I, like you already know it but, mm. again, my brain just lives and breathes TikTok. So, uh, TikTok, YouTube. Yeah. Or <laughs> content. Uh, content. <laughs> um, that, But... Uh, so if I made an in-detail breakdown video, I've wanted to do it mm. for the girls, for the girlies, man. Yeah. I just wanted to make a breakdown video where I've been like, girls, if you're going to go traveling in your car, these are the five things that Zia B believes that you should know. I'm going to show yeah. you how to change a tire, check your fuel, right? Yeah. And I'm just going to give you the walkthrough and it'll be boring as bad shit to everyone yeah. else watching that already knows how to change a tire and doesn't give a shit. They just want to see me put the the Hilux on Limmy Bash and just send it around. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, 
And I would love to do that because I would love to educate a little bit more. However, it's very far from the content type of what we do because I am an entertainer. I am a driver. I've got to keep driving that car. I've got to find the next track, find the next destination, put together, you know, travel, like sort of itineraries for people in video form. And, but you being all conversation, it's exactly what you can do. And if you're just a little bit quirky about doing it, I think it's very entertaining at the same time. People appreciate it. Like I learned so much from podcasts. Oh, it's so much. Crazy. Yeah. Like there's, and, and, and the amount of podcasts in the four wheel driving or the car automotive sort of world, there isn't, you're in a really good spot because Mm. it's, I would say that there's definitely some people doing it. You weren't first, um, but you're, you're well known. So you have a really, you have a bit of a responsibility, you know, to make yeah. sure that um, you get the right people on and that you, you, you do good in the world. But you are doing that, it, I it's believe. My biggest struggle is consistent and creative content for yeah. the podcast because yeah. there is just some weeks where I look at it and I just go, I can jump on for five minutes. I know I'm going to get a banger for five minutes, but I can't make it last an hour this week. And it's just, I don't want to be that. You should just call me. I oh, know. <laughs> but it's just like, I don't want to put something over. out there that's just not going to be worth it. Like, yeah, 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 and yeah. And, and I respect that because, yeah. let so let's say this was your only means of income. Mm. You, you're, uh, you've run into a challenging place where, I think you know what I'm going to say, when you're like, okay, yeah. so I have an episode. Yeah. Uh, and I don't believe it's good enough. Yeah. But I need to feed my children and pay rent this week and my car repayments are due and, you know. Yeah. Fuck, what do I do? Mm. Right? It's tricky because I think it is e- tricky. everyone that's tried social media has been there. I've been like, there. And and for the longest time, yeah, I'm very, very, oh, bro. I can't stand. I'm actually embarrassed that I've, again, like, you know, when I was a a sole individual person, Mm. I could maybe take that risk a little bit further when I was doing YouTube just on my own and be like, oh, okay, like I'm prepared to run my savings to that scary low point or, you know, sell one of my snowboards, which I have done. I'm going to be real. Um, because I didn't want to put out a YouTube video because I was just like, I don't think it's good enough. Like it's, yeah. it's, I'm not proud of it. When you, when I, then YouTube, obviously we all know it, YouTube evolved. And then Red Dirt was, I wasn't a one and only sole entity when I entered into that space. Yeah. And this isn't me saying that my business partners were saying, yeah, let's put out shit. No way. That's no. not, that's not the case. But some of the business partners had children. Yeah. Some of the, it's, exactly. it's not just the people you see on screen. It's not just people you see yeah. on screen. So like there, some people had kids, some people had new relationships, some people had yeah. just gotten out of relationships and needed yeah. to move out and pay rent on their own. Like, mm. And like I'm just giving you a little bit of context behind the scenes and then we get to a tricky spot when it's like, shit, I think I'm, I'm sort of saying like I think that this particular episode is shit yeah. and I don't want to put it out. And it didn't come to fruition like I thought it was going to. And this isn't me talking about like the weather and stuff like that. We've done a really good job of learning how to navigate that. But just my morals and in my heart, I was like, I don't vibe it. Like I don't yeah. want my fans to see this. And I think that we can do better. And I hold myself to higher standards. Yeah. And however, as a business person, you get put into a really tricky spot. And, and I hate to say it, but there's been one time that I was like, I fucking hate this episode. And, and and we put it out because how do we pay wages for the staff? Yeah. How do we pay, you know, the cameraman and the editors and how do we keep the lights on in the fucking rental? Like yeah. it's so I've done it once and I and I felt guilty for a really, really long time and I said I'll never, ever, 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 ever mm. do it again. And just recently, I've told you this as a mate. Yeah. Um, just recently I threw an episode in the bin and I said, yeah. No, nah, I'm not doing it. Now I'm in a position that I'm a solo, so it's like no, I'm not putting that out. I can't do it. I don't Which care. Which is comparing it between us. Mm. If I throw an episode out, it doesn't make a difference in my world. No mm. one's going to know. So for yourself, mm. you've got people in the background that are expecting those videos, whether it's advertising, brand, sponsorships, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. How does that work? 
Exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, look, all right, okay. If we're going to drag the sponsors into it, uh, <laughs> drag them in. Nah. Um, I really, I could have a beer with every single person I'm sponsored by. Yeah. I bought their gear on my old four-wheel drive. Yeah. Uh, surprisingly, a lot of the gear that's on the Hilux, I chose to build it that way pre-being sponsored. That's mm. how some of my sponsorships actually came to be because yeah. they've they've seen all oh, this pretty this is all going pretty good, right? We're yeah. seeing this person online, all this red dirt thing sort and of it, vibe. It's a genuine yep. and they, like interaction before yep. you're approaching someone to say, hey, exactly. give me something for free. Exactly. Right. They look in their database and they're just like, oh, shit, yeah. this girl has bought from us before, you yeah. know? Um, and so there's been a natural slow evolvement of the right, like, honestly, Forget the people behind the brand, but mm. I am someone in a very fortunate position that I can speak and I know exactly who and how they are and, and I really, really, really like them. But the gear itself um, truly is like tried and tested and thought through and and yeah. and um, challenged before I'm like, yeah, Mint, it can go on the show. Yeah. And that's just me protecting my baby. Yeah. And also I don't want to drive a car that feels like crap. Like I, I... And I'm I'm just very 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 protective of what I've built, and I think I just hold that the responsibility of what I'm doing. Hmm. Um, it, it's a point of being the so-called influencer. You yeah, are I hate influencing. That word, but yeah, I, yeah, I hate it too. Yeah. But it's the easiest way to explain that if I'm promoting a product, yeah, it's incentivizing you to buy that product because yeah. it's going to help me. Absolutely right. And absolutely right. There is nothing worse than a feeling of because I've been approached by companies I've blatantly said no to. Yeah, and. I look at the product and go, well, that's going to be great for me. But I know if 15 other people go buy that product and they have issues, it's going to look bad on me, yeah. not the brand. Yeah. I was the one that told them that this was the best, the best. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's and a like, very tricky spot. And it, the the technique doesn't work. Mm. I I feel like I would imagine if all the YouTubers were in the room right now and I could be like, does it work for you guys? I genuinely just think that people are actually representing brands that they live and stand behind. Yeah. Um, and it's genuine. And it's you, genuine. You're not forced to promote that product. Absolutely. When you absolutely. It's genuine. Like you and I, you know that I know the YouTubers. Yeah. And I know them on a personal level. Like I've held some of their kids, you know, like yeah. I've cried in front of them for whatever <laughs> reason. Like, like we are, um, we see each other behind the veil of yeah. what everyone else sees. And, 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 from what I'm hearing, and and I trust my mates. Yeah, we're putting out like it's it's the truth. It's the true yeah. narrative. Um, but it the technique of being like, oh, screw it, I'll just promote it because then I'll be able to make money, and then it'll be sick, and no one will notice. Yeah, they do notice. Think of it like this: if if you go and promote hard on something, and then you put it out, and then a hundred people buy it, mm. and the product's got a you know, a 50-50% chance of, uh, yeah, like like uh, successfulness or the ability to break yeah. down because it's a terrible way to explain that, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so that's 50 people mm. that within three weeks, once their order comes in and they put it on their car, it's going to break and it's going to be shit. They're going to run to the internet. They're going to tell people in the forums. They're going to tell me it yeah. shows, you know, like and, I. And the worst thing could be the backlash that comes from that. Yeah. Let's just say that happens with one brand. Yeah. The next brand that's coming on board and then they've heard this story in the mm -hmm. past, they're going mm -hmm. to go, oh, mm -hmm. we don't want to be associated with like mm -hmm. that and that issue and mm -hmm. we don't want to have our brand at sacrifice because Absolutely, that. absolutely. And that's, you know, as, you know, Red Dirt had its transitional change from, you know, the telltale question that everyone's asking and we'll get there, but mm. there's been some some changes sort of behind the scenes and um, that everybody obviously at this point already knows, but we'll unpack it. But I was put into a position where I was able to sort of say, okay, well, what do I want? Yeah. What, what, like I, it's quite rare that you get to sort of like cross-check your decisions and people that you've wanted to work with two years ago, do I still want to work with them today? Yeah. And if they've come along with me, it's because I've said, yeah, your shit's just good. I could put my, you could print my face on your product and I would be like, it's okay. It'll be like, yeah. that's not embarrassing because I know it's going to work. I know it's going to work yeah. and I will have it in all of my cars. And if somebody's, I, I think I had this like obscure judgment 
and I must just be a little bit different to other people. Um, I don't see the audience as numbers and mm. as like this gray cloud of unidentified people. Yeah. Like I genuinely, I, I see them as real, actual people. Like yeah. my, like we could all be cousins, you know. Yeah. And and I've connected with so many people, and it's they've just um, had such a big impact on me that the idea of knowing that someone's going to open their wallet and get something, yeah, because they're like, oh, you know. Bridge, I really need tires, and and you run your tires, and and I trust what you do, and do I go and get Toyo tires? Yeah, and and I'm like, yeah, 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 babes, go and do it, mm. and 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 it's crap. Yeah, how can you morally live? I know. Do you just let Sally go and spend a lot of money in a time of crisis? Like, bro. Yeah. I just, I just, I, I'm, I think I'm just a bit protective. I think I've just grown up a lot, yeah. and um. And I, I, the connections that I've developed, it's it made me even more like, mm. if you just you've got to tell the truth when it comes to the people yeah. that you want to work with, um, and don't and don't accept a sponsorship that is scripted. And I know that yeah. no, I know that people will know what I mean by or, that. Or the so-called like, in a way, sellout. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Don't. Um, I've got anybody that I work with knows they know me and they know that we've got to give Bridget the creative freedom yeah. to be her, her herself yeah. and that'll bring the entertainment and the fun adventures and then, and then the gear and the sales. You put out a good product and, and the value, it comes and the money comes. Yeah. And so they've just got to sort of um, trust me and say, you know, um, let me just go and let me go and do my thing. Yeah. And we've worked together for, so long now that there's a big connection there with like brand trust yeah. and you and at the end of the day when you're they're trusting you to know that whatever you put online about their brand mm. isn't going to be sacrificial for mm. a pathetic reason i'll say mm. that mm. if if i have something and i've had it before used a brand's product and i've got like my saying if if it's mac proof it's anyone proof because mm. i just like to beat on shit yeah like, beat on trash it. it yeah yeah but if i go out and i break something I'm not going to go jump on social media and go, hey, this product's shit because I've gone and, you know. You should have done all that before you signed. Yeah. You should have done all that before. You but it, be- it's also that I go straight back to the brand, who I got that from, and go, I've had this issue. Yeah. Has it been common? Yeah. Is it a one-off? Yeah. Is there something that can be fixed about it? Is yeah. this just feedback that I can supply to them? Yeah. And then there's a position where I can jump online after we've talked and gone, yeah. I've had this issue with, I'm trying to use something that's not. There, but like, let's just say an electrical item or whatever it might have mm-hmm. been. Oh, just sorry. go. I've had this issue with my twelve volt system. Is there a reason why I've done it? Could have been something like wired up wrong, the wrong fuses, anything. Yep. And it might be just a problem that I had that I can then go back and relay to an audience and go, I fucked up my own stuff because of my own inabilities, own capabilities, whatever mm. it might be. Mm. Or there could be just something that's a mechanical failure mm. that's now given someone the awareness to look out for on their own car that might have that product already. For and sure. There's there's that gap that happens whether it's a week or two or three before that public announcement. Mm-hmm. You go back with the trust of your brands yep. and talk to them. Yeah. And it's like I've got a deal for anonymity's sake. Like I can't, I can't yeah. sort of say, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm a professional businesswoman. But what I can tell you, and this is the truth, is there is a brand that I'm working with at the moment that no one would know. Yeah. There, I need six months. Mm. It will not be posted. Yeah. It will not be shared, promoted, nothing. No Black Friday sale, no Christmas sale, no nothing. Like I can, I will not promote the product. Yeah. And nobody will even know that I have it. Yeah. Maybe by incidental accident, it, you might just accidentally and see it. But to be completely honest, I'll edit it out. Yeah. That I'm working with this company for six months so that I can decide if it's if it's for me because yeah. i haven't had i've been a full driver and a traveler way before my youtube time yeah. so i've had the opportunity to be able to like use some gear and try some stuff and go through the brands and try different tires and blah 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 right yeah but um with this specific brand and this product i've never used it before mm. i only learned about it learned about it recently and yeah. i was like Mm-mm, i'm not so i'm not this is not I'm not signing this they didn't yeah. push me to either they know they know people know what i'm like um and I was like, give it to me. Yeah. 
for six months and let me, what I can do to a piece of gear, the abuse that yeah. I can put a piece of gear in six months through mm. is what some people can do in five years. Yeah. You know, but, it, and that that's just and, a fact. And that's the difference of your job too is your job is to go out every single week when, when possible. Yeah. Like obviously yeah. we've had COVID, which is yeah. different. Yeah. But you're on the tracks every single week, whether yeah. it's driving Sydney, Perth, yeah. Melbourne, Cairns, wherever it might be. So many Ks go on cars mm-hmm. that the average person that's working seven days a week, mm-hmm. only driving around town, isn't going to do mm-hmm. when they're, let's call them a weekend warrior. It's hard to compare that to people. Like people look at me and they go, you're always servicing your car. You're always fixing something. And I go, I've done 100,000 Ks. Yeah. I've done five sets of wheel bearings. Yeah. That's just being on top of your maintenance. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like and it comes around so quick. Absolutely. Like, and I, so in this case, um, and it's happening right now. It's been happening mm. for a little while. There's still many more months left on it. Um, this isn't to say that on the six-month mark, I'll go loud with it. It's on the six-month mark. Yeah. I will look through my own personal data and 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 then decide if if this can go to the public through my platforms. Yeah. And you know, and that's the thing. You know what I? You can be. You should be fussy. Mm. I was fussy with my cars before I was a YouTuber. I'm still fussy now. And I'm even more fussy because I feel like I owe it to everybody to be fussy as shit and tell the truth. Tell a true narrative. My God. Like if you go on an adventure and the piece of gear breaks, don't cover it up. Mm. Don't pretend like that didn't happen. That's ridiculous to me. You're That is, I hate that. Like yeah. I, I can't I can't stand that. That's not helping anybody. No. And that's not keeping the general public safe about going out and doing that adventure as well and having a mm. having a car, seeing the gear that I've got and then being like, Yeah, no worries, I'm gonna go and drive the Simpson. Yeah. And this is the gear that Bridget used, so this will be the gear that keeps me safe. And then they go out there and then it doesn't work and then they're unsafe. That's my fault. Yeah. Like I take things way too emotionally. I think yeah. I'm the perfect person for the job because my moral compass is way too. You're like, very overprotective of what yeah, you put I'm out so there. Yeah, so overprotective. And your fans. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. You're usually my, my fans, they're they're by. They are they, your backbone. They're my family. Like yeah. I've, it's very rare that I call them fans. Like yeah. they're my people. Like mm. we're 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 the red dirters. Like yeah. and it's like from what I've seen, like when we were down at the springs. There was this group of girls and they sat there and you could see, like you're watching when we're all talking, saying goodbye to each other. They're just sitting there and like one of them had a hat on so you could pick it straight away. Like, yeah. oh, that's Bridget, yeah. that's Bridget. And you can, yeah. do it, you can pick them sometimes. Yeah. And then as soon as we were done, you just turned around and went, girls, what's going <laughs> yeah. on? And you were just like best friends with all yeah. these girls. And it was like yeah. cool to see because not a lot of people will do that. They're yeah. just sort of like, oh, just, if they're not going to come up to me, I'm just going to keep doing my thing. Mm. And you're one of those people that would just do a 180 and go, mm done with my mates for a second because mm-hmm. I'm going to see them again. Mm-hmm. What are these girls up to? Mm-hmm. Why are they like Absolutely. one of them's wearing a hat, whatever Absolutely. it might be. Yeah, I I give – my mum taught me this. Yeah. Mum, I know she's listening to this. <laughs> Shout out, Anna. Love you. Um, my mum taught me that give everyone their moment. Yeah. Like my by both my parents, my mum and dad, they've got really big, big wog hearts. They have the capability of loving a lot of people at once. Yeah. You know, my, my dad's wingspan of the amount of people that he's willing to help and protect and love and care for and bring in. That's probably yeah. why they had a lot of children. Yeah. You know, I'm not a solo child mm. um, or a single sibling. Is that the right word? Single? No, I'm not a so- single child. Only child. That's it. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, my, my parents have really 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 big hearts and a big emotional capacity to love a lot of people yeah. and it's rubbed off it's rubbed off on me big time mm. big time like my partner says to me all the time he's like oh <laughs> why you, do you have to have a billion friends yeah and i'm like i just can't help it i yeah. just i just fall in love with these fantastic people and and on top of that if somebody if i I remember when I saw my first YouTuber and I didn't get this wasn't this wasn't a four driver, so it doesn't even matter who it was. I'm not spilling the tea, but yeah. um I didn't get very much out of them. Yeah. And and I was old enough and I understood I was like, Oh, they're busy and whatever. Yeah. Um 
and you and you hear stories when you know the audience comes up to you and they're like um you know I saw so and so and they didn't give me much time of day and I'm like oh but like I hear this so often yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and you're like oh no like like trust me mate like it's it there there would have to be somebody out there that could say that about me you know mm. but I I really it is quite scary like my siblings um when my internet life was growing and growing, 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 I moved into stayed away from my family. But when yeah. I go back to Sydney and I'm out with my siblings and my siblings just find it, they know me extremely well Yeah. Um, in a very like raw state and the switch that I can flick, I don't mm. mean to make it sound like a bipolar scary way, but the amount that I will just, I can be having the worst day. Yeah. Um, I can be really flat, really tired, really sad. It's happened. I'll tell mm. you. I'll tell you a story. There, um, I dropped someone off at the airport, and have I told you this story? I think so. I dropped someone off at the airport, and um, someone that I was saying goodbye to, and I it was making me very sad. Mm. Um, and you know the typical like I'm not going to see them for a really long time, whatever. Yeah. Um, so I was crying. Yeah. And I stupidly, 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 I'm an idiot. I don't know why I did this to myself and I didn't think it through because it was a sad day. I wasn't thinking clearly. I dropped the person off at the airport in the Hilux, which is a mistake. Yeah. I shouldn't have done that. Mm. Um, I should know better. Like, so anyway, but when I'm walking back through the car park, the one and only time my car fit into a car park, um, I was at the Brisbane airport and, and if – if by chance the the three people that know this story because you were the ones that were there, like I do apologize um, that I uh, was that you could tell I was upset. But I was walking back to my car and I'm walking through the lines of cars and I could see that there was two people on a pram standing at the front of my car, mm. just on like the just the innocent, not in a weird way, just in like a we'll just stand here for a minute and if she just happens to come back to her car now, we get to yeah. meet her and say good day and take a photo. And I was standing in in the cluster of cars a few rows back, and I remember I had to like take a big breath, yeah, and know that I. I think I like waited a minute to see if they would leave, and I was like, "Oh, it's weirder if they catch me, isn't it?" Yeah. So I was like, "I've got to go to the car." Anyway, and I and you could tell I'd been crying, so I wiped all my tears away, but my eyes are puffy and red, like you know what a chick looks like when she's been sad. And um, I walk up to them, and I really pushed myself to. Mm. Um, flick the switch and be happy and excited and they were like yeah. hold our baby and let me take a photo of your baby yeah. and and I was doing I was making them laugh and all the stuff and and just being my being myself but not my true self to how I was feeling in yeah. that moment and the husband caught on to it mm. and I could see he was like side-eyeing me a little bit and was like hold on a minute hold on a minute hold on a minute yeah and she'd been crying and he said he, people observe a mm, lot of stuff yeah he was re- quite observant yeah um the wife was just over the moon. Yeah. Um, and he said, Bridget, have you been crying? Yeah. And I just broke. Yeah, right. You can't ask a girl, yeah. are you okay, if she's not okay. Yeah. I, and think, I, just, I think at some point everyone's been in yeah. that situation. Yeah, and I just broke. And I and I was I'm, I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah. I feel really, really bad. And they were like, oh, my God, shit, no. Like, it's yeah. it's so fine. Like, do you want to talk about it? Yeah. And and I just was like, no, to be honest, I really just want to go. Like, I'm I'm really, really sorry. Like, I'd be more than happy to have yeah. a beer with you, like, tomorrow. And I felt really bad in that moment because I was like, I, damn, you know? Yeah. But I can't always be living my best life. I do have. Happy, excited Bridget that yeah. everyone sees online. Sometimes if you catch me off, and I, I feel like I'm saying this in the defense of the other YouTubers that sometimes maybe um, this has happened to them more than me. Mm. Um, but you can't expect to catch everybody in their best mood. Yeah. When you can expect it is on the show, at yeah. the shows, in person at, at the shows. Everything. We're there, yeah. we're working. We They're should be mentally it prepared for it. Yeah. They they've got Brisbane show coming up. Let's yep. say that if yep. that's in like who knows what time next year. Yep. But you know months ahead that show's coming coming up, everything's prepared, everything's running in order, everything's in line. When stuff's caught off guard, like yeah, <laughs> I went out drinking last night. Yeah, met four people that I, I haven't seen did. in years. Yeah, but it was just like so off guard, and it was just like, all right, talk to them. Yeah, but it's just like you sort of almost flip that switch that, all right, 
they're just general people. You're having fun, you're enjoying it, but it's yeah. so off guard that you're like not prepared to yeah. what are we talking about? What's going yeah. on? What you know, what what are the context of the information yeah. and that? And yeah, for like, sure. Oh shit, but it was like so much of almost because I know these people, it was like, what have you been doing for the last four or five years that I haven't seen you? Mm. And stuff like that. Yeah. Like, and it's that's tricky. But also going back to the people yeah. that are at the airport, let's just say those were absolutely like fans of you and they were yeah. at a seven. They've probably gone to a nine or a ten mm. like because they've gone, she's vulnerable, like she's a person, like mm. it, yeah. it, it attracts people more. Yeah. It's, yeah, I, I, I just, I think, I think I just can feel guilty if, yeah. if I don't feel like they're, they're getting enough out of me. Mm. Um, but that's just a product of my upbringing. Yeah. My parents are like that. My, my dad is so like that. Like he can, he'll just give and give and give in a social setting to make sure that everybody is feeling their best and feeling happy. Yeah. And, 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 and I just want to do the same thing. And, um, I, but I feel like we've been on this for a while, but, yeah. <laughs> um, with that though, there are some the YouTubers and entertainers and whatever. I really like hate saying influencers because it's like, yeah. But there are some of us that are introverts, right? So and I'll, we've talked about this. We've talked about this. Yeah. So like, I'll just like cut. I'll just like cut the shit for everybody. So like, um, myself, uh, Mac Preston. Mm. Um, who else? 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 It's not just oh Matt Baker. Yep. Right, very, very um, extroverted, very you know, big personality, um, yeah. very social people, yeah. very social people. I've hung out with both of those people, not in a work sense, which we, we just are. Yeah. But some people are introverts. I'm talking about the Sam Isles, Brie Bodo, um, or maybe TJ, but like uh, maybe mm. not, maybe not. Yes and no. Yeah, maybe just yeah. like. I wouldn't say TJ's introverted, just a little bit more on the chill side. But, um, you know, but Bree and Sam are introverted people by nature. Why do I know that? Because I personally know them, and right? There's a weird thing that happened, and we've talked about this before, and I'll use Sam as an example because yeah. I'm around him probably the most. Yeah. He's the complete opposite of what he puts himself out online. Mm -hmm. And at the start when I first met him, I was like, this guy hates me. Like <laughs> he does not like me. He yeah. will not talk to me. He's yeah. so quiet. I'm like. They are the key signs of someone that does not want to be around you. But that's not the case. And now that I've, like, I never judged him for that. Yeah. But now I've got to know more and more and actually yeah. see what his personality is like. Yeah. He will do anything. Yeah. Like, he's, yeah, yeah I, you're right. Sam has a huge heart. And in such a unique yeah, position of what he's sure. in. Because when you meet him at a show or yeah. an event. Yep. His job is there to be happy and meet yep. everyone and yep. be that exciting guy when yep. you turn on a camera. Hey guys, how's it going? Yeah, absolutely. And but the the fact, the general yeah. fact is, is that he, uh, Sam and and Bray, they're introverted people. So yeah. like, you got to take your hat off to them. Yeah. Like, to the to the both of them. Imagine being like as introverted people, and I'm only just going off like what Bray's described to me and stuff like that. There is. Not, there's obviously nothing wrong with being introverted, okay? No. Not at all. There's no, no one would ever judge you for that. But you put someone like Brie and Sam into a big social loud setting, yeah. right? Like a like a wedding with people that they hardly know or like a show a with stage. heaps of strength. Yeah. Yes. And then you wonder why they're not their um, most, you know, electric self like you see on camera. They're yeah. not being rude. Bree yeah. is not a rude person. Neither is Sam. No. But they're just introverted people and, yeah. and it takes it out of them. I've gone back to the hotel room with both of them after shows, multiples of shows, and you can see they're flat and they're drained and they're tired, as am yeah. I. But as an introverted person, they've got to push themselves to a new social level that I give them credit for. It would be hard. Mm. But like Mac Preston and I or like Sam Young and I, we could go out for beers after. Go yeah, on, go yeah. On, go on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like and even Nas the Apprentice. Yeah. We could – do the show and and have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of conversations yeah. and lean in and lean in and try to make people laugh and then get on stage. And basically, your social cup gets really, really drained. Yeah. And then Nas and uh, Sam Young and I can all look at each other side out and be like, "Let's go out." Yeah. 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 But if, but totally. but you know, you'd say that to someone like Brie or Sam, and they're like, "I I I know myself pretty. I think I just need to get some sleep." And that's mm. cool as shit too. Well, it's like. 
there's so many weird examples and stuff mm. you could talk about on that. Like if for a perspective, people don't look at it like that because when you're on YouTube and you're filming with a camera, mm-hmm. there's usually only two of us here doing this, yeah. but we're speaking to heaps of people, the internet. The, yep. And it's, you don't look at it like that. Yep. But I, I started off the same way when I was taking stories online and all that. Like if I haven't seen a mate for a while or family, I go jump on FaceTime. I want to see your face. Yeah. And I treat a story like FaceTime. Yeah. And that was me. I like that about the you. The thought of me getting on stage and talking scares yeah. the shit out of me. Same. Same, <laughs> man. Scares the shit out of people, me. People have um, come and watch. Like like um, if, if there's a show in Sydney, my family will come and watch yeah. or um, – you know, when I did a the Melbourne show, uh, well, when this comes out, it would have been in 2023, um, I just filmed with the off-main girls, this group of four-wheel driving girls, yeah. legends, right? Massive yeah. shout-out to those girls. I miss them incredibly. And they came and watched me on stage. And um, they, these people that know me, that I've been able to say, like, oh, I'm really nervous and, like, I feel like the Melbourne crowd doesn't find me funny and I fell off the stage one time and I'm really nervous. <laughs> and, then, and then they watch my stage piece and afterwards they're like, were you lying? Because when you're up there, you look yeah. so solid, like you could just do it for hours. And I'm like, I just, I'm, I'm just turning it on and just pushing through my comfort zone. Yeah. Why? Because I, I really just love the audience. And I mean that, especially Melbourne in 2023, um, what people don't know is that when I was standing on stage at, on Saturday, my little sis, the people that watched me on stage, they knew. They could tell, right? I was honest because I was struggling up there. And I said to them, I said to the audience, I was like, I'm trying to push through and I'm trying to entertain and I'm trying to do my whole skit and the whole kit and caboodle. And I got about 15 minutes. Rightio, legends. Thank you for watching or listening this episode of the Hey Big Mac podcast. We really hope you enjoyed this episode, guys. Um, Look, it'd be a massive favor if you could go and leave us a um, thumbs up, a like, comment, Go follow us on um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, on YouTube, wherever you listen to us. Um, Rate us five stars. We really appreciate it, guys. Look, last thing before we sign off, if you ever see us in public at an event, guys, make sure you come up and say good day. Most of the time we've got stickers or something with us. So we really appreciate it, guys. Thank you for supporting us with this journey of the podcast. Um, It's something new in the industry, but we really love doing it and we really love the feedback. So... Thank you, legends. And if there's someone you want to see on this podcast, make sure you send it to them and make sure you send them to us. Thank you for now. We'll see you next week.